Good morning, everybody. How you doing today? Hopefully, you're having a good start to your Thursday. And Thursday, the week's almost over again. It's crazy how things just fly by. Let me just get everything set up here. So, welcome to the Break the Cycle with DSD. I am your host. I'm Dwayne, and uh, I'm an individual much like you who's been through a tough time, tough experience, but I developed some tips and techniques that I use to keep me sane, break the cycle of abuse, undo the parental alienation, and basically just take my life back. And I share those techniques and those experiences with you to help you do the same. Hopefully, it's been the trend in the last week, get to you early enough that you learn these life lessons and you don't have to go through the really bad parts of this when kids and everything are involved. Remember, only a licensed professional can diagnose an individual with a personality disorder. Be careful throwing around terms. I had somebody arguing, not arguing with me in, in a comment, and they're just like, well, why can't we? It was on the Amber Heard video, and I'm like, you obviously are not in the midst of a custody battle or a legal family court battle where you basically feel like you're fighting for your life, and you have to, uh, you have to be very cautious about how you proceed. If you like what's going on here and you want to support the channel and help me keep the lights on and help me send my roadcaster back to road so they can fix it, consider becoming a channel member. You get special badges, custom emojis, your names listed in credit, credits, and future upcoming member-only events. Actually, I'm planning on doing one probably Saturday. So if you're a member, keep an eye out for that. I'll put a notification in the community tab, the member-only part of it. And uh, hopefully we'll see you there. If you want to get a text notification of the show before it goes live, just text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012, and then you'll get the, the notification about five minutes before the show starts. And speaking of phone lines, you can dial into today's show if you want to participate at one 373 1424 DSD Live. If you're outside of the United States and uh, or you don't have unlimited calling, there is a web interface listed below in the show notes and the description that'll let you basically just use your computer or your phone's internet to uh, to get in. And on that, let me go back over here. Looks like everything is running today. Uh, let me just double check here because I think, yep, looks, yay, the text did go out. Let's see. I'm trying to read this one. I'll just pull it up. It says, thank you, uh, Dwayne, for your commit. Oh, commitment to kids and their relationships with healthy, loving parents and for trying to protect us all from the disor- uh, disordered abusers out there. Yeah. I, you know, I th- thank Eric. That's Eric for saying that. I appreciate it, man. Uh, uh, one of the reasons that I, I ultimately decided to do this whole crazy project was I remember the how limited information was of, or out or available and uh, how hard it was. You know, when you're isolated all alone and trying to make sense of this, and nobody else understands, it makes it really tough. I mean, heck, even the caller yesterday, uh, the 21-year-old, was uh, talking about how, as they were dis- t- discussing their situation with everyone, people don't understand. And when you've been through somebody traumatic, been through somebody, been through something traumatic, and it's... And nobody else understands it's really it's really tough i know for me you know when i was going through the same <clears throat> excuse me the same thing and people would just look at me like what 
or they would look at it and say, well, of course it's tough. You know, yeah, it's going to be horrible, but you know, it's just, it, it is what it is. I'm like, what, what kind of answer, what kind of answer is that? That's a horrible, that's a horrible way to communicate that. Anyways. I mentioned the other day, let me see if I can pull this up correctly, that, uh, oh, let me just do it this way. First things first, uh, somebody asked me the other day, it's like, how do you join? If you go to the main main site on desktop, to the main DSD page, you, you won't see the customize and the manage video section, but there'll be a join button for that. But the other thing I want to just mention is the website... I come to realize after I posted that that other format, Google was sending me notifications that you've got problems on your site. Readability's wrong. So I went through and redid a different format. I did figure out how to turn on the, uh, the links on the side. So you can get to the Discord from over there. And most of the, but- most of the buttons are still there. Uh, for people who don't know this, there is a podcast version of this. So it is on iTunes. Actually, I shouldn't have clicked that. Uh, it is on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and Spotify and a few others. There are some links on the on the website with it. I have all the show notes there as well. But you can find those at uh, at uh, I'll say YouTube. Obviously, you can find the video here, but uh, the audio version is also is also available. All right, let's see what we got going on in the comments this morning. Oh, T. Solo says this. We, uh, we are all here. I'm sorry. We, <laughs> we are all have. We all have the same story. Geez, sorry about that. Same hell, different devil. It really is. You know, and it's it's the other funny thing is, is you guys probably would not probably. I'll say you couldn't guess how many times I get an email or a voicemail or uh, I'm talking to somebody, and they're like, "Mine is the worst." I know there's others that are bad out there, but mine, mine takes the bait, <laughs> takes the cake, not the bait. That didn't sound right. And th- the reality is, is they're all bad. Some are worse. Uh, I would say for the most part, when I, when I hear people say, oh, mine's the worst, I'm like, yeah, not really. <laughs> you know, it's like some, every once in a while I'll get somebody who will, who will tell me a story and I'm like, whoa. You know, that's pretty bad. It's, uh, but they all are bad. They all negatively affect our lives in a way that's so profound that we never would have ever, ever, ever even thought something like this could happen. Let's see. Matt says, I'm so depressed, I want to negotiate for a settlement, but I don't know how and doesn't feel like attorney is helping. Well, sorry to hear that, hear that, Matt. Um, I know you were, I think you called in yesterday. It's, it's tough because, I don't know, I mean, it, I'm trying to think of an analogy that would, that would make sense, but it would, it would kind of be like, you know, you finally decide, okay, I'm going to buy a new vehicle and I want to, uh, I'm going to get a Jeep. I always wanted a Jeep. I'm going to go in a Jeep. I'm like, oh yeah, really? That's really great. You got everything for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been saving for it. Everything's good. Okay. All right. No problem. All right. Let's bring you in here. And you said you wanted a Jeep, right? Oh yeah. 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 I got the color all figured out. Okay. All right. Well, here you go. Uh, you can have a minivan or this two door, you know, this uh, uh, compact car, and and you're like, wait, no, 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 that's not, no, you're you're missing the point. I I wanted I wanted to get the Jeep, I wanted the four wheel drive. Uh, it could be a two door, you know, a four door would be better, but you know, Jeep, uh, Rubicon, yeah, I want the I want the good one, you know, maybe bigger bigger wheels. Oh yeah 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 exactly yeah you can get that in a in a Toyota Scion. <laughs> it's like. No. And we're stuck in this situation to where it's like, okay, yeah, let's, you can't give what you want. And then you're stuck like, okay, so now I have to pick one of these other solutions that I don't want. I don't like, 
I'm going to be stuck with it for, for, you know, 18 years or whatever. And it's just one of those things where you're just, it, it really, it really sends you for a tailspin. There were so many times, well, it's kind of happened with me. There were so many times that I've had to deal with that. But I remember in the beginning, I wanted, uh, you know, 50-50, which I got that, right? Okay. And I wanted week on, week off because I wanted to, uh, the longest continuous, contiguous, continuous, contiguous, whatever, piece of time. And uh, like, oh, great. Yeah, 50-50, uh, but we're going to do 2-2-3. Two, 2-2-3. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the, the. I'm not even going to get into details of what they said. The reason why it was kind of entertaining now, but um, you know, at the time I'm like, you know what? Fine, I'll take it. I don't know if I could have done something different or, or tried, but I mean, you can only do what you can do, and you just got to say, okay, what's the what's the best thing that I can pull up or pull out of this? to, uh, to get my life back. Let's see here. Moderator Debbie grabbed a comment for me and I do not see it in the comments. That's weird. Um, huh. Very odd. Oh, there it is. Hi, Tumblr says, uh, my trial for custody was scheduled yesterday for October 27th. Any suggestions to prepare? I, you know what? It would be two phase. One, it would be, you know, organize all your, all your documentation in, into a very easily digestible presentation. Well, you want to make sure you don't want to put in so much information that is too much to, to, uh, digest. Like Marco said the other day when we had him on, you know, you find the key points that illustrate your overarching point. So instead of having 15 different topics, call it down to the really important ones and then focus your information on that. It's like, you know, we're concerned that because of this, this, and this, and then here's the backup information of why these are, are important. You want to make sure that every, I'm trying to think every, you know, missile hits its target. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to shoot 50 of them without any targeting. You want to have laser like focus on, on it so that every point really hit does a direct hit like thunk 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 and the next part about that is to try to keep yourself as uh, as calm stable relaxed i mean i know it's hard hard to uh hard to really do in our situations but you have to make sure that you have everything that you're focused so that you don't <clears throat> you don't get in your own you don't get into your own way. But uh glad you have a date. I tumblers, glad that things are starting to progress. Living in this limbo land without answers can drive you crazy. I'll grab that in a moment. I'm going to do this. Eric says, curious if you've ever gotten messages or message from an adult child that has experienced alienation when they were going and have advice for targeted parents out there still going through it. Yeah, actually, I made a video. Um, well, actually, I did it more from my perspective. But yes, yes, I have. And I have, uh, I wonder if I could find that. It's an older one. Oh, I'll have to look for it. Maybe if I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes later. Um, the, the thing is, is, as an alienated parent, you need to make sure, if you can emotionally, make sure that you're available and accessible for if your child ultimately comes and tries to communicate with you. 
And that's really tough, right? Because you're so injured and so hurt from this that uh, it makes it hard to keep yourself open because you feel like you're just constantly a punching bag, not, you know, just getting constantly hurt. But, uh, and then for the person who's, well, I mean, for a child, I guess technically that's a tough one because you just, you're not going to know what rea- what real is or what reality is until it actually slaps you upside the face, which is what happened to me. You know, I always knew that my dad was a bitter, angry person. I didn't understand why. I couldn't understand why he didn't get over it. And then I started living his life and it all made sense. <laughs> that was a weird, that only happened a few years ago. And it was a weird time when I was like, oh my God, I understand now. I understand why he's been distanced. I understand why he's done the things he's done and said the things he said. Problem is, is that it's kind of like along the same lines of how whenever we're going through it, we're trying to talk to people and they don't understand it. They just don't have the point of reference. They don't get it. Well, when you're a kid going through it, until you get it and everything lines up, you're really unable to understand what the other parent's going through. It's really, it's really tough. All right, looks like I have a, looks like I have a couple of callers. Let me get this lined up, and I'll go to Mike at uh, area code six three zero. Hello, welcome to the show. Well, well, thank you for uh, taking my call. Yeah, no worries. What's going on? Well, you know, I've been listening to a lot of your videos, watching them, and uh, yeah, I'm going through a you know high conflict divorce, um, and you know, basically, whatever I thought she would throw at me, it's uh, even beyond my expectations at this point. Um, you know, she's trying to you know, prove that I'm an unfit father. Um, you know, this is all baseless, of course. Um, I guess I'm just trying to understand, you know, my son is 11, and, um, you know, I try to insulate him as much as possible from all this, you know, madness. And um, at this point, I'm, you know, if, with his age, you know, I don't want to tell him, well, hey, mommy's trying to take you away from me, but, uh, you know, certainly <laughs> sometimes I feel you know, kind of compelled to let them know what's going on, but uh, I'm not so sure that's appropriate. Um, I just want to get your feedback on that. Yeah, it, it's a it's a tough one. Uh, I went through the same thing, and then I got in trouble for talking to the kids about what was going on with the divorce, and then I got ordered not to say anything, and then the, the kids found out that, uh, you know, we were getting divorced. Uh, here's the reality. Mm-hmm. Probably, and this is this would probably not be the the sanctioned, uh, uh, you know, approved response. Probably saying it at least one time, just to plant the seed of how serious this is to your child. Not necessarily a bad idea. It's gonna you're gonna you're gonna pay a cost for it because you're gonna say it, and then little Johnny or Timmy or or whatever don't say his name. I don't want to know. But, you know, your child's going to go to, to their mom and say, you know, daddy says that you're trying to take him away from, you know, that, that I'll never see him again. And she'll go, no, pumpkin, that's not what's happened. I don't know why he's telling you that, right? Because they, they, have, they view things in their own way. Okay, so that's, that's the first part. The second part, and this is the really hard part, is you got to take a deep breath and try when your son's with you to not let the stress and the anxiety and the fear all come through because your best bet right now is to make sure that your relationship with him is as strong as it possibly can be. And unfortunately that little guy is going to be super conflicted because now more than likely, unless your, your ex has a new, is there a new guy in the picture yet? Or is the only male is the next male in line? your 11 year old. Uh, correct. That's, there is no other, yeah. she's not dating or anything okay. like that. Yeah, that makes it a little more complicated because now your son is going to feel like he has to step up and protect his mom and be, you know, be the guy of the house. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not the right spot for an 11 year old to be in, but it's just, 
It's, um, it's what typically happens. Your best defense against this is to try to not let the stress of this overwhelm you. And I know I, even as I'm saying that, I, rem- I can remember back when I was going through this and it was all consuming and overwhelming. The biggest mistake that I made when my ex was saying that I was a piece of crap, that I was a bad per- person, I shouldn't be around the kids, that I was you know, going to kill everybody, I should have just you know, took a deep breath and said, and I wish I could have understood that nobody believes it, right? The courts, when they walk in, it's like, okay, next, he's a monster. She's a psycho. Okay, yada, yada, yada. Next, he's a monster. She, it's the same thing, right? Nobody goes into court to, mm-hmm. to do a battle to say, hey, we didn't work it out. We want, uh, we want 50-50. You know I mean? They, you don't, right? It's like you're, you're going into court right. in the worst situation. Everybody knows that it's, a, it's the stupid game is to make the other person look horrible, to try to convince the judge and everyone that uh, you know, the other person needs custody. And you know, for the most part, don't take the bait. Don't do anything that feeds into that. Make sure you don't put yourself at risk. Don't, uh, uh, you know, don't be sending scathing emails or text messages or yelling, you know, yelling at your ex at the park at, a, at an exchange or something. Mm-hmm. Just be, you know, don't be that guy and say, I'm not, you know, right. this is bull. This is BS. And if you can right. do that. I just hope. Go ahead. I want to hear mm-hmm. you. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very wounded by this. You know, she's trying to accuse me of being, uh, you know, an alcoholic that I fall asleep and, uh, you know, exactly that my son's got to take care of himself and blah, 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 and which is totally baseless. And, uh, you know, I've fought, kind of went on the offense now and said, well, no, you can't just throw this out in court and you can't unring that bell now. I want to, you know, I've got a you know, guardian ad litem assigned and, you know, then he'll be interviewed, I'll be interviewed, and, and that's all fine. I have no worries about the outcome of that. Right. Just I didn't really want my son, you know, exposed to this, uh, you know, feeling but, but here's the, here's uh, the reality, man, is that your ex, his mom, are, let me put it to this, let me say it this way so that it's not, a, when a, a parent's a narcissistic, toxic person, they don't give a crap about anybody other than winning. So putting the kid through that, they don't care. They're not, they're not going to sit there and go, you know what? We really don't need to have the kid interviewed and, and you know, this is not appropriate. They're not going to do that. They're going to look at it and go, okay, well, we're going to drag this through the mud. And the goal is, is to try to get you to back down and give up or to, you know, destroy your reputation so much that no one believes you so that you lose. And you're, we are all forced to go through this disaster of a situation, not by our choice. You didn't wake up one day and say, you know what? Hey, uh, my life is too calm and, and, uh, or I thought it wasn't that bad. I want to prove to myself that it could be worse. So, you know, we don't, you're right. I, I, I absolutely agree with you and I understand where you're coming from, but unfortunately the situation it's, it's, and in a sense it's warfare, right? I mean, whenever you, you're finally thrust into this, you know, you don't, you, you still get to decide how you want to proceed, but there's also, con, you know, you have to be strategic about what you decide to do because there's consequences, right? I mean, you could turn around and say, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play this game. I'm not going to deal with it. And you lose full custody, you know, you lose custody and you get to see your kid, you know, a couple of weeks in the summer or something. I mean, you know, I mean, if that's a viable solution, which I'm sure it's not for you, then, um, right. Fine. But I mean, the other thing to keep in mind is these people target what's important, right? So she knows that your relationship with your mm-hmm. son's important. So that's the first target. She more than likely, I mean, because mm-hmm. most people like their reputation. So she's targeting your reputation, trying to smear you that way. And it's to try to take everything mm-hmm. away from you to, so that they can win and, you know, be damned mm-hmm. the consequences or the collateral damage. And when I say collateral damage, I mean, in this situation, I mean your son. because She doesn't care about you. Right. But she should care about right. her child, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, it I, seems like she knows the last way she can. Yeah. No, you, or you're going to say, I'm sure you're going to say, she can hurt me is through my kid. Exactly. Yeah. And that's typically what they all they all end up doing. You know, on the flip side, if it's the other way around, if if the guy is the the narcissistic type, 
that they do, they do the same thing. If someone really cares about something, it's like, okay, I'm going to target that. I'm going to take the one thing that you love the most that you would do everything for. It used to be me, but you're not, you know, you saw through the mask. So you know that I'm a monster now. So I don't, you know, you're not going to do that for me, but let me turn the one being on this planet that would always look up and, and just have that un, un, unwavering love for you and let me destroy that. It's freaking evil, but you can, you can fight against it. And a lot of it is just making sure that you, whenever you're with your son, that you guys have, that you bond, you communicate, and try to, when, you, when you're talking about trying to insulate your child from the situation, what you really need to focus on is insulating him, insulate them from your fear and anxiety when they're with you. And it's really hard to do because more than likely, especially if you're early on this, every time you, you do get to see your kid, more than likely your ex will be having uh, paperwork either delivered right before or while you have your child or sending you a text, I mean, an, an inflammatory email or text to try to, to break down your resolve or basically sucker punch you so that your child can witness that. Have you had that happen yet? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a responsible person. There's no need to serve me with papers, be the sheriff at 11 o'clock at night and things like that. It's just, you know, I'm sure she takes some enjoyment out of that. And I try, and I do, I, uh, I don't let that well, it bothers me if I don't show it to her. Cause I know that's exactly what she wants, but it's also very isolating where, you know, I don't have anybody to really talk to yeah. um, that, that gets it, you know? Um, and that's the, that's the, the really lonely part of this whole process is that, and I don't really want to put it about myself. It's the only thing I really am concerned about is my son through this whole process. But in reality, I've got to take care of myself too and, and acknowledge that, yeah, I'm out in left field. And, yeah. and you mentioned in one of your videos before that I just woke up one day and realized I'm in a war, you know? Yeah. And you didn't, and, even, re uh, yeah, you didn't even realize it too late. Well, and, and you were, yeah. I mean, when you're talking about your son being in a priority, well, that does include you because you need to be the, the healthiest, strongest, emotionally stable person in his life. So that means you do have to, to, to take, an, you know, take time to take care of you. Hey, I would recommend that you, you uh, join the Discord because then there's uh, a handful of people. Well, it's more than a handful now. You know, there's a few hundred people on it. It's not on Facebook. It's separate. You know, I mean, and it's just people from this community. So at least you would have uh, a space to communicate where people actually do get it because when you're isolated you know you don't have you know if you're not seeing your child or you're very seeing them very very limitedly and then everybody else you talk to doesn't get it or they just go oh yeah you're going through a divorce oh that sucks you know well gotta go i mean it's it's not mm -hmm. not helpful but uh you should ch mm -hmm. do, you, do you know about the discord yeah i'm aware of it yeah and I'm, i'll take your recommendation and join that yeah that's a community forum like that could be very helpful. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, yeah, definitely, definitely couldn't look into that. Anything else you want to hit before you go? Uh, no, I'm taking enough time. I'd probably, uh, I'm bad at uh, taking advice from anybody. So, uh, uh, we're feeling worthy in that regard. So, uh, uh, I'll let, uh, someone else take over, but I appreciate your time and I'll probably call in again one day. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Um, let me, what I'm going to do is just before, before I forget, I'm going to flip over to here. Uh, one of the best ways to get to the link for the discord is to go over to the dad's Probably divorce YouTube page on the main banner with my new updated banner right over here on the, uh, uh, I don't know if you can see it on the screen, but the, on, in the banner, you got a link for the website, PayPal, if you want to support the channel directly without becoming a member and the discord link. Click it once, it will get you into the invite. Uh, you might have to create an account. Don't use that link uh, after that because it'll, you'll end up just creating multiple accounts. Oh, uh, Moderator Debbie put the link for the Discord also in the chat. So, and I might have it in the video comments descriptions. So, you know, guys, here's one other thing I just want to mention on this. You got to be very careful who you try to use as your support group. This is why the Discord in this channel is really important because most people don't understand. Most people, when you try to communicate to them what's going on, they don't have the context of just the pure evil that's going through it. 
And everyone just assumes that when you're going through a divorce, everyone hates everybody. It's all, you know, been blown out of proportion. I don't know how many times I got that. It's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah, okay, you're disgruntled. I mean, I even had the kids therapist. Oh, you're still, you know, you're still, you know, you're still into your ex. And I'm like, no, I've, this person has destroyed my life. At the time, I felt that way. To be honest, she gave me a huge freaking gift. Had I not, uh, had this not happened, I'd still be there. Still, we don't want to be there. So I appreciate you, appreciate the caller having the courage to come in, and I hope that was helpful. And uh, if he's still in the comments, if you guys could show him some support, I would truly appreciate that. Let me see what else we got going on. And, man, it's kind of a, seems kind of a quiet day. Looks like I have another caller. I'll grab that in a second. Let me hit the reset thing on my, on my stuff. I'm just going to look through the comments real quick. John says, uh, Dwayne, my ex abused the kids with a gal, which is a guardian ad litem, and had us attend a visiting center. Gal told me we should have never been there, so that worked against her, and he said 50-50, and that was a huge loss for her. See, the, the problem with these people is they got nothing to lose. This is, In my opinion, this is why... Uh, uh, 50, you know, standardized 50-50 is what it should be. You should walk into court and unless you've been, you know, arrested for a crime or have an, I don't even want to say an active domestic violence because all that means is, is that they'll do the DV thing right before it so that they have it. But it, but it needs to be 50-50. If I could have walked in and it was like, all right, 50-50, you know, week on, week off or whatever the hell the schedule was, custody set at this. It's like, okay, it's like basically done. And there wouldn't have been, I mean, I wouldn't, there would have been nothing for me to fight for. I mean, she would have wanted to fight to get more time and would have wanted to fight to try to leave the state, but then it would have been on her. So instead of me trying to crawl time back that's unilaterally just erased, it would be, uh, you know, I mean, it would change the dynamic of things. Because the problem is with the way it is now, somebody takes possession, they deny access to the, you know, the other person to, the, the time that they want or they don't let them see them at all. And you're forced to go to slug it out in this legal battle that costs tens of thousands of dollars just to try to get that. I mean, if you just started with that and then if something happened, I mean, if you got arrested for abuse or, or, you know, there's some, uh, some overarching evidence that shows something. Okay, fine. But it shouldn't be, it shouldn't just automatically go that other, you know, Go the other way. So anyways, that's my opinion. I know some people are freaked out going, oh my God, no, I want to keep my, my child from the narcissistic ex. And yeah, you, yeah, we all want to. The problem is, is that it's, it's used for manipulative purposes more than it's used for good. Techmore says, and this is, this is really the problem, there is no billable hours for simple 50-50. High conflict and false allegation is the money tree. You know, the reality is so many people are getting divorced that if it was simpler, they could still charge you $4,000 retainer, you know, and spend no time on this and just do some paperwork and just make a ton of money. I mean, not a ton of money. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, we've, we've had people on the channel is like, I've spent $200,000 on my, on my divorce. I mean, obviously that's a lot of money, but yeah, I mean, it's like high conflict, generates a ton of money. Oh man, this is this is uh DeFi dad. This is exactly what I was scared of in my situation. It says uh DSD my ex decided to move, not tell me and tried to pull the kids out of school district to be closer to them. All this during COVID too. I remember telling the, the, the school, you know, do not allow her to disenroll the kids because I thought I really thought she was going to do it. So uh, DeFi Dad, if you could let us know, were you able to stop that or change that or what happened with that? And while I'm waiting for that, I am going to go to the next caller who says preparing for trial and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne, it's 
uh, iTumblers. Hey, yeah. iTumblers. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Um, as far as the other caller goes, I definitely, he sounds very well-spoken. And just like if you look at it from those qualities of your, you got to look at what are your strong points about yourself. And one thing I did notice about him is that he's pretty well-spoken. Um, my communication skills, I would say, is not the best. Um, but, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I would say, like, if he's going to be speaking with a JL, you know, his tone of voice and all that stuff is really going to help. And just making it all about the kids, which is what he was uh, saying. It sounds like a very uh, good, reasonable uh, person and dad. So um, just pointing out something that I noticed from that. And uh, it was a great call. And it was great advice that you provided to him. But so yesterday, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I was, uh, I was going to lead up to my question. So um, yesterday, like around evening time, it was after business hours, my attorney called me and he was like, oh, the trial is set. You know, it's, um, so it's uh, late October and uh, it's going to be three days. Okay. So that's all. I mean, it's three days of trial. And, uh, but before that, as my attorney and my ex's attorney was working together, um, they were doing this thing called a joint trial form. Okay. And um, their side was trying to get three days of testimony just for their side to make their case, excluding the GAL testimony. And then I was like, why do we need three days to do that? Plus, you know, that includes our testimony, which we were like, I was thinking it would take just a day to do everybody. But so then they did like three plus four. <laughs> I mean, three plus one, which makes four and then plus whatever the jail testimony. So I was like, oh, my God, this is going to get really expensive. Yeah, that's probably. I mean, we're paying, yeah. I'm paying for my. Yeah, I'm like, I'm paying for my attorney. She's paying for her attorney. Um, uh, and we're paying half of the GAL. I'm like looking at like. Uh, like four to five thousand uh, dollars. No, actually, if it's five, anyway, probably, yeah, it's probably more than money. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was just counting my attorney, but anyways, um, I was like thinking, I was like, the reason why they probably would do that, other than her attorney trying to milk my ex out of money, because that's what her attorney probably is trying to do. I mean, it's just a business, right? Um, they're trying to probably make that as like a negotiation. You know, tactic like, oh, well, we're going to make this four or five days. You well, settle. yeah, they're trying to you know? scare you too. They're probably trying to get you to where you're thinking like, oh my God, three days. They have three days of people who are going to be testifying. What a piece of crap I am. What do they have? What did they find? Did they find this? That, yeah, it's a, it's a, ta- it's a, ta- it's absolutely a tactic. You know, I mean, I would try to push yeah, back and, 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 and say, no, it's three days for that. Seriously. No, one for you, one for me, you know, done. And, uh, I know, you know, I mean, exactly. That, yeah. So well, it came up with the trial. I mean, so it's going to be in two weeks and then there's a thing. It's going to be three days. Everyone gets a day and a half. So I'm like, all right, well, it's still not two days. Like I wanted So maybe I can request my attorney. Like, why don't we just make it our side? Just maybe three fourths of the day. Then we can get the jail testimony, however it works. And then they can have the next day. So that way we don't have to do the three days. And it's just not necessary at that point. Well, so, um, anyways, so yeah, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, so now, so now that I have two weeks, probably about two weeks uh, to go before the trial, and it's coming up very soon. I mean, it was just I was just notified about it yesterday. You have any like uh, tips or like how what helped you like go through this? Just anything really that could prepare me? Like, not maybe I know you're. You're not going to give like legal advice or anything. Yeah, no, no. Maybe just like what you did. No, well, I can tell you what I wish I would have done, right? Because when I went through this, I didn't have, you know, this type. I didn't. This information wasn't available. I think the key is, it's this is a big show, right? It's judicial theater. They're trying to intimidate and scare you. Stay focused on what you're asking for, right? You, you, you throw like we were talking about with right. the last caller. I mean, you're thrust in a situation that you don't want to be in, but this is the reality of it, right? It's kind of like uh, when you're right. in school or whatever, and they're like, hey, guess what? You have to make a presentation in front of the class, and you're, you don't want to do it, but you have to do it. So this is, you know, this is, this is the deal. Them, you know, like I mentioned earlier, 
let them or let your ex be her own worst enemy, right? I mean, if she's going to flail around and, yep. and ultimately hurt her own credibility, if you and your attorney can just keep it focused on, okay, all of this is irrelevant, you know, I mean, unless they come out with something that, uh, you know, uh, I tumblers is a, uh, you know, he runs a sex ring out of his garage and you know, whatever. And you know, the, the black helicopters fly yeah. over the thing and the people parachute out or, you know, zip line down, I mean, and, and, and take you into custody. <laughs> it's all a bunch of crap. You know, I mean, it's like, are they really going to be right. able to come up with, I mean, now if they do, I mean, if you have some, some dark secret that, uh, that would just undermine everything, which I don't, you know, right. it, it's like, we're, you know, you're in the United States, right? You're in the U.S., correct? Yeah. Okay. So we have the presumption yeah. of freedom, even though, you know, maybe we don't. That's a different discussion. But the reality is, for the most part, you can do whatever the hell you want, right? I mean, if, if like, yeah. let's say, for instance, let's say you are a super freak. You like to do stuff that's like, holy crap, the dark belly of the internet. I would never think I would find out uh, iTumblers. If, they, if that's legit, if that's yeah. true, and they bring it up, and you can say, yes, but I only do that when the kids aren't here, and I do that over at Mistress Jane's house or whatever, then that's fine. You know, I mean, it's like, for the most part, no one's going to care. They'll care if it pertains to the kids, you know? I mean, and, right. and, and even then it's really got to, it's got to be, uh, significant. I mean, unless you're in an, okay. The caveat being like, uh, like Matt often will say, you know, what his information, what he's hearing about New York is that they, if it's in, if it's in contention, they side with the mom. I've heard that in Texas too, that you guys can decide everything, but if the mom right. decides, okay, this isn't working, then they just give it to her. And I don't know if that's true or not. But I mean, if you're in an area where that's the reality, then it's, th it's the reality, right? There's not much you're going to be able to do about it. But if like in California, for the most, it doesn't matter. I mean, if I went in and said, she hangs around with bikers and, and, you know, drug addicts and whatever, and all she would have to say, yeah, they're not here whenever, you know, the, it's like, that's, that's my private time. It has nothing to do with this, right? I mean, you know, they're going right. to try to rattle your cage. They're going to try to get you to get freaked out. They're going to try to get you to get scared and settle so that you don't have to go through this. Just take a deep breath, focus on, I don't, I don't even remember. I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry, but I get, I get stories confused. Um, I'm assuming, what are you, what are you, are you, are you guys are just fighting custody or are you trying to refight custody? What is this at the beginning part of it? Yeah, this is the first time we ever done it. So I was not uh, we weren't married, so I wasn't legitimated yet until like just a few months ago, and then I got like uh, I gained significant parenting time. Okay, how much? What's your then, parenting uh, time right I was, now? I was so I think it. I think I calculated calculated. It's like forty four percent. Okay, and uh, I and, have a and a what good is she? Of, like, what, good, uh, what is she trying okay. to? What is she trying to get out of this? What's her goal? Oh. Her, her goal originally from the very beginning was trying to give me two hours uh, a day. Okay. And just a couple See, hours here's the thing without anything, without hour. anything significant, if you've already had that 44% for a couple of months and there hasn't been a train wreck disaster, has there been any disasters with right. the 44%? I'm assuming the answer is no. <laughs> no. And that was the one thing that I was going to bring up was that she, if my daughter, she's one year, she's a little over one right now. She's like 15 months. If she gets a little scratch or something, you know, they're, they're like little kids, you know, they're going to get scratches. It's life. Right, right. She like jots it down and then she asks me like, it's my fault. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you here's know, the thing, man. They, yeah. they all yeah. do that. Just, just make sure that mm -hmm. you can demonstrate that you have a, a loving, safe environment for your child. The fact that you said your child's one, one years old. Yeah. For you to get 44% with a effectively a baby is is phenomenal <laughs> so for, for you to lose Thank ground you. is going to be i mean you would have to something would have to happen to where they would say okay we did this i tumblers had the child and oh my god look what he's done and you know then maybe they would say whatever like oh crap we need to we need to scale this back because you know he's not ready to to deal with a with a with a child that age uh, but if you can go in and prove that that's not an issue 
It's going to be her flapping her gums and all her friends saying, you know, I saw him, you know, at the bar. Okay. What day was it? Tuesday. Who had the child? She did. Okay. And? But he was at the bar. (laughs) You know, whatever. I mean, just so the the main thing on it is just try not to, to worry too much about it, you know, and don't let it detract you from what's going on, right? I mean, are you wanting 50-50 or are you good yeah, with the 44? Exactly. So you're basically, I'm assuming you're going for 50-50, right? No, I'm going for more than that. Oh, um, okay. I'm All going right. for, uh, yeah, I don't know what the calculation would be, but I pretty much have to spend it off of what our current schedule is and basically minimize the, uh, actually I'm reducing the, the exchanges, which is a good thing. Good, yeah. No, that um, is good. Making it more simple. Okay. Um, but here's one thing I would say is that it might help other people and it's just my thing that i'm going to do i'm not i don't know if people just do this but she's so i've gathered all the time that she's uh, had a scratch and she brought up to be like my fault or mm-hmm. something so ridiculous that it's like i get that you're trying to basically get a get a, a high number of times that you had to tell me to do something so basically my whole thing was since we have a jl involved which i don't recommend anyone i mean that's just yeah well i won't recommend that but what i will say is that i don't in my own opinion, for my situation, I wish I didn't get a jail involved, even though I was the one that appointed one. Um, it didn't really help my situation, right. uh, really not at all. Um, but anyway, since he's involved, I'm like, you know what? Why don't you take a look at all the things that she's brought up to me? And why don't you see whether that is a concern before we go to trial? Because you're gonna, they're going to bring up all these, like, they're going to say something so vague, sounds like a vague right. argument of like, oh, you know, I tumblers always have like um, issues. I'm like, well, I have given that to the JL. So, what is your opinion of it? Do you really think it's like a concerning thing? I mean, do you think so? Anyway, it gets ahead of their argument, and so that way yeah. it kind of shuts them down before. I mean, if he's a fair guy, I mean, if he's a fair like JL. Well, and, and or, the, I mean, it's just an idea. Yeah, yeah. No, and the reality is, is even if there is a problem, you know, if, if you can say yes, I, I, and I'm working on that, and this is what I'm doing, you mitigate it. I mean, I had my ex throw all kinds of stuff out, you know, and well, mainly it was trying to pass stuff. I mean, when you have two decades of a relationship and plus the, you know, two decades basically before we met and they pull out all the stops and we'll use anything and everything, you know, something that happened 35 years ago to try to say, well, you know, when they were 15, they did this. It's like, I'm 43 years old. What the fuck? <laughs> You know, so it's just perspectives, but you know, you know, I mean, and I, but dude, I know it's, I know this whole thing is super stressful. Just keep yourself as calm as possible. Mm-hmm. Have your strategy laid out. Don't buy into their BS. If you, if somehow you lose, you know, as your contingency plan, have um, in the back of your mind an appeal, that, you know, that you're okay. If this goes horribly wrong, we're not going to just lick our wounds and walk away. We're going to regroup and and um, appeal it. The thing is, is dude, if you've already, okay, so you, you weren't married, you had to establish paternity, you did that, you got 44% on a yeah. one-year-old, you're already winning, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, just. Yeah, and a one-year-old daughter, it's like, <laughs> I mean. I kind of feel like it, it was mine, I didn't really have much to lose because for seven months I wasn't able to see the child. Yeah. I got a court order. Right. And uh, she used use child support and uh and i was providing them for the child monthly uh financial support it wasn't guideline child support but i was still giving her i was being fair to her right right but she was taking advantage of that and out of my generosity i mean i wouldn't say it's generosity i would just say i'm doing being the right thing feeling like you're doing the right thing yeah 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 no i understand what yeah. you're saying and i wasn't getting things back yeah i wasn't getting i mean you know like i don't want to say it but people use their kids like a pawn or anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. So basically it's like a matter of, yeah. So this whole thing about, um, are they using them as bait? They use it's the like kid. Playing a, it is war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like war, but it's like you're playing, you're playing a game of chess and poker with these people. It's yes. like, it's, again, like this whole thing about three days, once this, this guy in the jail, definitely we have our time that four days and five days. It's like, it's like a game of like who blinks first. And oh yeah, absolutely. If you're smart about it, you can control. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like if you're smart about it, you can, can kind of control yourself and kind of know what they're doing. That they're trying to basically scare you. Like, like absolutely. you even know to yourself. I, I told you this. I mean, and you know what, and you know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So 
And I just want to say one thing too. Um, for all the dads and fathers that are most of the people, most of the people I, I assume that I mean that probably listen to this are probably uh, it's already too late for this. But um, I wish I really wish that fathers maybe would take the role that kind of mothers do and kind of like uh, maybe cook more, maybe like take their kids to their dentist, doctors. I know that. At least in my situation, my mom was the one that primarily did that, and my dad was like the one that went to work. You know, the more traditional yeah, yeah. family structure. Oh, that hurt me. That way hurt I me. I really wish. Yeah, I mean, like because that's. I mean, so I'm not gonna. So I'm 28 years old, right? So I come from generation, but and I and I like the older generations too. But knowing how the family court works, oh, it's it, like you gotta yeah. set some type of precedent. Yep. That you're an involved parent, not just like providing for the kid financially and being like that. Yeah. You don't want to just be the checkbook. Dad. You want, yeah, you want to be exactly. involved. You're right. You are absolutely correct. Exactly. And if you're, but I mean, it's still, so it's they're like, still going to play the same games. I mean, you know, we have other people on the channel who, who were the primary. Uh, we've had a few people who've been the primary caregiver of their kids. And then as soon as the divorce happens, you know, the mom was the working one and now they just, on a dime say, Oh no, you know, they just try to pretend that they were always that, but no, you need to, I mean, you, the reality is you need to be involved. You need, you know, when someone says, uh, you know, what's your kids, you know, birthdays, who's their doctors, who are their teachers? You know, you need to know those answers. I mean, I finally put them in my phone, you know, I mean, I tried to drill it in. I have a hard time with dates and stuff anyways, but, but I mean, it, it all boils. I mean, cause that's, it all boils down to involvement. Right, if if because so, they'll try to play that game. Oh, exactly. oh, Mister I Tumblers, uh, and who is the who's the child's pediatrician? Exactly, you don't know. And if you can say it's Doctor, you know Campbell. He's and primarily they go over to the office over on Main Street and not his other office. And like, oh, 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 never mind, you know. Or it'll be like, well, do you yeah. have space? Yes, I have a I have a crib and I have everything set up in a in a uh, I have two, two room, you know, whatever you. you you have to undermine their argument to because what you were just talking about is what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to paint the picture that Mr. I Tumblers only cares about money, doesn't really care about the child, is only doing this, is only interested in even getting time with the child just to reduce the money. That's I'm sure that's what they've already said, and that's what they're going to try to say. Dude, the deep reality is in your situation, for you to already have 44% on a one-year-old, holy crap, dude, that, you, that wasn't even you know, that you guys weren't married with and you had to basically fight to say, look, that child is mine. I'm the father. Hello. Right. Is you are doing outstanding, <laughs> dude. And don't lose sight of Thank that. You. I, and mean, I mean, to be, it goes back to your first channel, you know, it's like you have to have a support system and really you are, I didn't know, I didn't find your channel until a few months ago when I was, uh, and I was like, man, I'm like, he is the best emotional support outside of my family, you know, uh, well, thanks that for we saying have. that. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing how it's like, you're really doing a service for so many people. And I wish, and I, and I really, and I do know that your channel will grow. And if I had a lot of money, I would contribute so much because what you provide to people is like priceless. So well, I appreciate doing you what you're that. doing. Um, and I just like to reiterate some of these things. I like to call in because I know that I talk a lot and I call in probably every week at this point because oh, I love talking cool. to you. And, um, and I try to give other people like kind of like my situation and how maybe it can encourage them to maybe they can move forward in their own situation. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I live in one of the states that's like one of the worst against fathers. And I have a one-year-old daughter. I was, and I was alienated for seven months. I didn't see the kid because I wasn't a she won't allow me to see it and look how it's turning out to be. If you just yeah. play your card smart and you listen to your intuition um, about what is the right path to go, if you can't afford an attorney because you know that's going to devastate you financially, don't have an attorney. You have to uh, look outside of it um, and move forward in another way. Maybe you can afford an attorney later. Which yeah. I have an attorney now, right? but I mean, I had a fight on my own. I actually wound up working out for me because, I cared so much to look into it and, you know, resources like you, Alex, uh, if you just Google things and if you, you'll obsess, uh, with finding more about the law and stuff like that. And, um, you'll come out. Okay. I mean, but again, like I said before is that, um, uh, 
sorry, I just like was talking so much. I forgot what I was going to say. But no, no, anyway, uh, no, yeah, I, just to the fathers, just going back yeah. to the fathers, just going back to the fathers and stuff, just being an involved parent and, you know, just try not to be like the traditional route that everyone, I mean, I yeah. think a lot of the older generations just be involved. Uh, don't, that's the only way that we're going to change things through the system is, you know, times are changing, you know, uh, not people, mothers are not working from home as, I mean, are not stay at home mothers as much and just be equally as involved and know your kids like your, yeah. the mother does. So. Yep. No, you're right. (laughs) Hey, before you go, what's what state? Everyone's asking what state you're in. If you don't mind saying, if you don't want to, that's fine. What state are you in? No, that's no problem. I live in Georgia. So it's, uh, it's, uh, the Southeast is not, when you look at Alabama, Mississippi, they're very, very traditional states, which is kind of weird because I mean, if they're traditional uh, states and you got 44% of a, of a one-year-old, then they're starting to change. So yeah, like that's a positive thing, and it's it is. like as long as you can present it, just make it all about the kid and yep. why you're very involved. You want to be involved, and yep. why you're the better parent, and you'll come out okay. Like just have a, a decent strategy. Don't let your emotions yeah. like control you. All right. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling, man. So, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Dwayne. Take care. You know, it, it, it's interesting because I see I've seen this before where. People get into this and they're and they're feeling and I'm not just this is going to be kind of an overarching comment, but but where people are like worried about their 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 situation and as you as I start asking questions, it's like wait a minute, you know you're actually doing really well. I mean for for I mean in my opinion, if I would have got divorced and my kids would have been all of them would have been under five or four, I would have it would have been nearly impossible for me to get fifty fifty. And they would have absolutely played the, you know, bonding time with the mother and, and, you know, the stay at home mom thing and all that stuff. And, and, uh, to I tumblers is right. If you can stay focused on just what's important for the kids, keep present yourself in, in, in a light that shows that you're a caring, loving, involved person, you have the best opportunity for success. If you start freaking out, you start coming across not as that, as somebody who's a little maybe unhinged or maybe they're not dealing with the stress of this really well, then it's going to be easier for the courts to say, eh, you know what, yeah, the, the, the dad needs to be or the other parent needs to be involved, but let's, uh, let's put some roadblocks in there so that it's, uh, you know, they, they, they can't do the damage. Like I was talking about before, you know, it's like if, uh, and this, let me back up. That's what happened with me. When I went and I said, I want 50, 50, they're like, he's a scumbag and he doesn't care about the kids. All he cares about is money. Uh, he doesn't want uh, the, the only, this is only a ploy to not have to pay this poor defenseless little butterfly. That's all he doesn't care. You know, God, oh, I'm, that was a fun day. Um, and then, and the judge is like, well, okay, we have a father who wants to be involved. I'm not going to give him 50, 50, I'm not going to go 80-20, so we'll give them a little bit extra time. A little bit of extra time. A little bit. Let's just see how this works. And that's what they did, you know? And, uh, but, but he's right. I mean, if I would have walked in and I would have been like, hey, I take the kids to all the appointments or I take them to half the appointments. I know all the information. Um, and they still might have pulled the same thing, but I would have had a much better, better position to, uh, to make a point that that wasn't true. Bottom line is, is that, it takes time to go through this process. Don't give up at the beginning. Even if you had, even if you lose a battle, it doesn't mean you lost the war. And continue making, uh, continue making forward progress and momentum. Let's see. I know we're basically down to the last fifty seconds. Uh, I'll try to look at some. Con- oh, you know what? Actually, this is what I'm going to do. Tomorrow, Chris Godinez is going to be here. We're going to be talking about triggers and how triggers represent or can represent other traumas that we don't see. So she'll be here tomorrow, which means we probably won't do a call. All right, let me just say this. We won't do a call-in show just because I haven't figured out a way to do that, to limit the calls, to make it to where it doesn't derail the whole conversation. One of these days, I'll figure it out. Uh, On the channel membership things, which I'm going to hit the button on that, uh, I'm going to try to set up on Saturday morning a probably like a Zoom multi-interactive call for us to hang out. So if you're interested in doing that, become a member so you'll get the notification. And on that, thanks guys for hanging out with me on this Thursday. I appreciate the callers calling in. 
And I also appreciate the channel members who have taken the time to support the channel and help keep the lights on and keep everything going. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow.